My name is Father John Eckert. I'm a priest of the Diocese of Charlotte, North Carolina, and I welcome you to this program, The Hands of God, in which we reflect on the lives of the saints. In Psalm 143, we hear about the power of God's hand when the psalmist says, I remember the days that are past. I ponder all your works. I muse on what your hand has wrought, and to you I lift up my hands. Like a parched land, my soul thirsts for you. In St. Paul's first letter to the Corinthians, we hear how we are called to be the hands of God. Now you are the body of Christ and individually members of it. The saints are formed by the hands of God and the saints are the hands of God by which he is forming us. Let us reflect on the lives and virtues of the saints as we pray that the virtues of the saints might also grow in us. Today on this episode of The Hands of God, we reflect on the lives of Saints Louis and Zélie Martin, a 19th century French married couple and the parents of Saint Therese of Lisieux. Our reflection is based on excerpts from the homily of Cardinal José Sariva Martin at the beatification of Louis and Zélie Martin in Lisieux on World Day of Missions, October 19th, 2008. I'll begin by reading from the Cardinal's homily. Therese wrote in Story of a Soul, Ah, my Jesus, pardon me if I am unreasonable in wishing to express my desires and longings, which reach even unto infinity. Pardon me and heal my soul by giving her what she longs for so much. Jesus always answered the prayers of Therese, even those that she confided in a letter to Father Bayer, which many people now know by heart. The good God gave me a father and a mother, more worthy of heaven than of earth. My heart gives thanks to God for this exemplary testimony of conjugal love, capable of encouraging Christian homes in the complete practice of Christian virtues in the same way that it aroused the desire for holiness in Therese. Among the vocations to which people are called by providence, marriage is one of the most noble and elevated. Louis and Zelie understood that they could sanctify themselves, not despite marriage, but through, in, and by marriage, and that their nuptials would be considered as the starting point for a rising together. Today, the church does not only admire the holiness of these children of Normandy, a gift for all, but she is reflected in this blessed couple who contribute to make more splendid and beautiful the gown of a bride married in the church. She doesn't only admire the holiness of their life, she recognizes in this couple the eminent holiness of the institution of conjugal love as conceived by the Creator Himself. The conjugal love of Louis and Zelie Martin is a pure reverberation of the love of Christ for His Church, but is also a pure reverberation of the love resplendent, without spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but holy and immaculate, in the manner that the Church loves her spouse, Christ. For the Martin spouses, that which is Caesar's and that which is God's was very clear. There was no hesitation with putting God first in their life. My Lord God, first served was the emblem of Joan of Arc, and the Martins made it the emblem of their home. 
It is remarkable to see how this couple always submitted themselves to the divine will. In their home, God was always the first served. When a trial touched their heart, their spontaneous reaction was always the acceptance of the divine will. When Madame Martin said, as she often did, God is master, he does what he wants, Monsieur Martin echoed her in saying, God first served. They served God in serving the poor. Neither is an outpouring of generosity nor is social justice, but simply because the poor are Jesus. To serve the poor is to serve Jesus, or giving to God what is God's. Whatever you did for one of these least brothers or sisters of mine, you did for me. Louis and Zelie are a gift for young engaged couples because of the courage they showed in obeying the church, even when this required them to go against the tide, to go against their inclination. They weren't afraid of such words as purity, chastity, or virginity. They didn't take shortcuts. They spent their premarital time of engagement, brief as it was, respectful of the will of God and the teachings of the church. Louis and Zelie are a gift for spouses of all ages through the esteem, the respect, and the harmony with which they loved each other in marriage for 19 years. She wrote to him, I can't live without you, my dear Louis. He replied to her, I am your husband and friend who loves you for life. They lived out heroically the matrimonial promises of faithfulness to the commitment of the indissolubility of the bond, of the fruitfulness of love and happiness, as well as in trial, in health, as well as in sickness. My sisters, my brothers, may your families, your parishes, your religious communities of Normandy, of France, and of the entire world be holy in missionary homes, as was the home of the blessed spouses Louis and Zelie Martin. This evening, if you look into the heavens, next to the name of Therese, you will also see sparkling the names of her papa and her mama. I've heard it said many times that people have a hard time seeing how they could live up to the examples of married couples like our Blessed Mother and St. Joseph. Oh, my goodness, they had it so easy. Their son was also the Son of God without sin. Well, we can see in the fifth joyful mystery, the finding of Jesus in the temple, that their life certainly was not without anxiety. And we know our Blessed Mother, who is also Our Lady of Sorrows, did not have an easy life. Well, as you look at wonderful married couples beyond just the great example of our Blessed Mother and St. Joseph, we know that other wonderful couples, like the one that we consider today, Louis and Zelie Martin, that it may look from afar like, well, of course, they're a wonderful couple. Things must have been easy. I mean, my goodness, they produced an incredible doctor of the church, the patron saint of the missions, St. Therese of Lisieux. With a daughter like that, life must have been easy. Well, this married couple, married in the year 1858, who had nine children, four of them died in infancy. Five of them went on to enter religious life. If you just meditate on that very fact, you know that that would not have been an easy life. Just like Mary and Joseph, there was anxiety. It's not as though Louis and Zelie Martin found themselves in some sort of a ma magical world without any kind of trials and tribulations. No. They were a married couple in the real world, faced with real challenges. But as we hear in the homily from their beatification, their motto, that of St. Joan of Arc, my Lord God first served. They knew 
that God was with them in their vocation. They knew that the daily living out of marriage was a great gift from God. They knew that they were called to perseverance in their daily task of living out their vocation. We're all called to perseverance. We know that our Lord said, if you would be my disciple, you must deny yourself, take up your cross daily, and follow me. It's easy to look from afar at the lives of saints, like our Blessed Mother and St. Joseph, like St. Louis and St. Zelie, and think, oh, they had it so easy. But further reflection shows us that that just isn't the case. We need to pray for perseverance each and every day, to bear our crosses right where our Lord is calling us to, in the vocation that he gave us. Not to think that other saints had it so easy, but to know that they persevered and to ask our Lord to help us to do the same. Let's take a moment now and ask our Lord to help us with the grace of the gift of the virtue of perseverance. What a gift our vocations are, but my goodness, how easy it is to think that they are not. Sometimes our day-to-day lives can just be so, I don't know, ordinary. But the beautiful thing is when you think about it, God gives us so many gifts in our day-to-day lives, in the ordinary tasks that are before us. In the beatification homily for Louis and Zelie Martin, it was said that they could sanctify themselves not despite marriage, but through, in, and by marriage. It was in the midst of their vocation that the two of them became saints. That great saint that we all know so well, Saint Mother Teresa of Calcutta, was once asked by a young person, what can I do to save the world? And Mother Teresa responded, go home and love your family. So often we think that in order to be a great saint, we have to go off to some far distant land, do something that attracts a lot of attention. But that just isn't the case. We're called in our day-to-day lives to quite frankly be in awe in the way that our Lord interacts in our life in the vocation that he has given us, to see that it's not despite our day-to-day lives, despite our vocations, specifically that of marriage, that it's not despite that vocation that we are called to holiness, but it's through, in, and by our vocation that we are called to sanctity. St. John Paul II once said, it is necessary that the heroic become daily and that the daily become heroic. Ask for the grace to be in awe of the gifts that our Lord puts in your life. The awe of having received the vocation he has given you. The awe of the chance today to grow in holiness. That today it is through your vocation, through what our Lord is calling you to. He's calling you through, in, and by that vocation to become a saint. Let's take a moment to pause and pray for the help of St. Louis and Zelie to be at awe at what our Lord is calling us to. Let's ask for the intercession of Saints Louis and Zelie to help us to grow in the virtue of perseverance. Saint Louis and Zelie, pray for us.